Hey everyone, this is the National Parks, and you're listening to the Wildflower Podcast, where we take a deep dive into the songs on our latest album, Wildflower. Hey, it's me, Cam. I'm on drums. Hey guys, I'm Megan, and I play violin. Hi, I'm Sid. I sing and play keys. And I'm Brady. I play guitar and sing. So let's do this. So today we're talking about Horizon. And this one was a really fun song to write and create. And I feel like it's a very TNP song. I remember I was sitting down with a guitar one day and I started just messing around with that little on the guitar. And it sounded very... um, like Cotton Eye Joe-ish to me, like a little too honky tonk. Uh, that's when you know exactly. you're on the right track. Yeah, so I was like, I'm going to keep going down this path. But I also saw like a ton of potential in it and I thought it could be really cool. And so I actually uh, finished writing the song, um, wrote the lyrics and everything, and then went back and started demoing it and like started putting in like bell sounds and messing around with different sounds, um, which kind of became the demo version. And then we took it to the studio and it transformed a lot from there. The main sound is kind of a ton of different instruments with different effects on it. Um, I know that Scott Wiley, our producer, worked really hard to get that sound to a place where we all felt really cool about. And we, I think it's like 12 string guitar mixed with bells, mixed with synth. I pluck on it. Plucked, Mm. EQ'd, super weird. We changed it a bunch too. Yeah. Because of how Brady said it was kind of (laughs) honky-tonk, we were trying to figure out a way to make it sound honky-tonk, but in the coolest way possible. Exactly. I mean, you don't, we didn't want to pick a fight with Cotton Eye Joe either. You know, like that's a fight we know we're going to lose. We're not ready to go up up to bat against that. Yeah. (laughs) But lyrically, I think the line, a broken heart can be a reason to start brand new and start again. Uh, that line came from kind of thinking like, I don't know when you're in like a relationship or something and you're heartbroken after it ends. And then there's a certain amount of time and you look back and you think I'm ready for this new beginning. And you're excited about that fresh start. And I think, um, that's kind of what the song became, uh, kind of like a fresh start. Yeah. Sometimes not getting what you want can be a stroke of good luck. It's true. Um, cool. So what do you guys think? What's your favorite parts or interesting facts? Yeah. So for me, um, it was a really fun song because it's, the drums are a little more hard hitting than other songs in the album. So it was fun to be able to kind of, um, open up and hit a little harder, um, especially like in the choruses and at the end. And there was a lot of fun switches between halftime and full time in the verses to the chorus. And then at the very end too, it kind of drops out and I think all of us kind of felt like it was like almost an ode to like, at least I did to almost like punk emo days where like the yeah, end of a song would all of a sudden just drop to like halftime <laughs> and the hi-hat opens up and all of a sudden like big fills come in. I will say for that reason, I'm so pumped to play this one live. Yeah. And to like, for halftime, just yeah. like yeah. just head banging. Yeah, yeah. Get into that part and go nuts. <laughs> so that's our inner emo child, children, <laughs> child coming out. <laughs> <laughs> 
it's such a stark contrast because it's definitely not an emo song. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I remember you um, experimenting on the drums while we were in the studio and it got to the end of the second verse before the chorus and you did halftime for the first time and it was like, oh, well, that was really cool. And the demo, it wasn't halftime. It was just like big till the end, but it felt like it was missing something and it needed some help. And so I think we took that idea to go halftime again at the end and it like changed everything. It was super cool. Yeah, definitely added some hype. So when Brady was doing the demo, he actually came up with a lot of really cool string ideas. Like the, well, there's a lot of violin on this song, which is really fun for me to play when we play it live. <laughs> but um, he came up with like the dun, 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 dun. And that's really cool. And I overdubbed the plucking with the Cotton Eye Joe little line, <laughs> which is really fast to be plucking. So on my right hand, I'm normally just plucking with like my pointer finger, but I actually have to be plucking with my pointer finger and my middle finger, which I had never done before. So that was kind of cool to have to learn how to do. And then I think my favorite line of violin in this song is right before the second chorus when it goes da 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 da. I just love that part. And in the studio, I remember I kept telling Scott to turn it up because I just wanted to hear more and more of it like in the song. I remember recording that on the demo. We were, we sat down and we we're like, okay, let's record some string parts so we have some ideas to take to the studio tomorrow. And like, if they're not recorded super well, if they don't sound great, we can like redo, redo them, them all in the studio. And then we took it to the studio and Scott was like, no, these sound awesome. And we're like, yes. <laughs> I feel like that is how violin goes on every single song, though. Yeah, I feel like 50% of the time you've re-recorded them. Maybe even less. I, I, yeah, I think, I think less. For less. Wildflower. Yeah. We might have added stuff to it, but True. I think we kept a yeah. lot. Of we always have the mindset. We're at our house, and we're like, okay, let's just like put something down. And we do, and we're like, well, these will work for now. And then they end up being and on the actual song. Maybe that's why they're so good, because there's no pressure. Just like... True. Yeah. We're just having fun just with it, finding it. parts. Yeah. Sid, what do you think of this song? So the piano on this song is mostly just chords, which is still cool. I mean, it's a good support instrument. You don't always need, you know, like a lead piano part. It just beefs it up like crazy the in this song. Yeah, yeah the, the rhythm section. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but there is one part where the piano kind of shines and it's the backbeat of the second verse. And it's literally just like three chords, but I love it so much. It's so rad. <laughs> I love it too. Yeah. yeah. It just, it's just there for a second and then I think it adds a lot. But yeah, it's a lot for sure. But the daylight was coming close. It's all a little clear now. I've been patient. I've been... Yeah. And I, I think this song a lot to me kind of resembles Coruscant and that yeah. it's like really the hook of the song is in the instrumentals more so than maybe like a hooky chorus, mm -hmm. even though I think the chorus is hooky. I think like 
it just waits to the end and kind of like explodes. We, when we were recording Until I Live, we had this joke that we were an EFM band. I was going to say. Electronic <laughs> folk music. Yeah. I'll say that's taking a chapter out of EDM yeah. for sure. Where it was like a lot of it built to like an instrumental drop or something. And I think this this song is an example of that. And that's why I'm so excited to play it live because we can step away from the microphones and just go crazy on stage with it. Go hard. I feel like yeah. this song is very triumphant kind of like coco i call it coco but <laughs> it's very triumphant it's almost especially your violin line the i don't know every time i hear it i literally think of a musical where they're like marching to to the horizon to, to the horizon to and fro <laughs> yeah. no but literally when i listen to the album i see it as two parts and like, this is, like, the intermission, or not the intermission, but it's when the audience comes back, and... The second like, act. Yeah, yeah. literally, <laughs> like, and it's, like, so triumphant, and you're getting back into it. It really, that's, I picture it every time I listen to this song. I remember we were on a trip with your family, Megan, and we were listening to the album in order for the first time on the plane, and I look over at you, and you had the headphones on, and you were just crying. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, "What? Why are you crying?" And you're like, "It's just such a triumphant, beautiful song." <laughs> I and remember you're that. Like, People need to hear this. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is all getting me way hyped to play a full band set because it's been seven months since we played like full band, like been able to go it's hard. Crazy. It's been that long. Seven, yeah, yeah, seven. I yeah. And the campfire shows have been really fun. They've been amazing. But, and it's just in its own way, it's a different, it's a whole different vibe and setup. But mm-hmm. now this is all I'm talking go crazy about this. Yeah, I feel like when we play live, we're all going to like freak out. We don't know what's going to like, handle <laughs> Yeah, be there for that first show. Yeah, yeah. that's going to be a good show. Yeah. And now a word from our sponsor. Hey, Meg, do you have a phone? Yeah, sure do. What do you like to do on it? I like to play games. What about text? Do you have friends? Do you text them? Yeah, I do. Well, guess what? What? The National Parks has their own phone number to receive and send SMS text messages. No. So text us at 720-594-6070. Again, that's 720-594-6070. And now back to the show. It's crazy to think about how this year has been so nuts. And at the beginning of this year, we were in Kenya. And it feels like a dream now that we're where we're at in this year, that we're actually able to be in Africa. This year. Yeah. yeah. And that experience was amazing. Yeah. So I actually didn't love this song until we went to Kenya. <gasps> yes. How dare you? Yeah, yeah, I know. But I don't know. Brady showed me, I remember we were at Park City and he showed me and we were all listening to it and I just felt like, uh, I don't, I don't know. I just wasn't clicking with it. I don't know what it was. I just couldn't like connect with it. We all thought she was crazy. <laughs> all of us were like, Sid, it's awesome. No. I feel like we've said this on a few other podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> I feel this way about different songs. <laughs> no, but this one, we went to Africa and we, this is one of them that we taught the kids there. And just hearing them say, I want to find what's on the horizon and just playing it was so cool. Like every time I listen to it now, I just think of that experience and I love it now. I want to find what's on the horizon, the horizon. 
brings me back to being with those kids and just like those memories we made with them in Africa. And that was the best. Yeah. Shout out to Choice Humanitarian. Everyone needs to go look them up. Find out how you can get involved. They're an amazing organization that helps end poverty around the world. And they do it in really meaningful, smart, and amazing ways. So um, It's not just like a handout. It's a hand up where... They're not just like, oh, here, here, here's this. It's like, no, yeah. the people in the communities are the ones building it. Yes. It's amazing. Yeah. Find out what their need is. And, and they're the ones that end up doing all the work, which is awesome. Yeah. But it is crazy being in Kenya. We were only there a few days in the village with people. And like, you just make these insane connections with people that you don't even know how to speak the same language with. And that's why I think music is so powerful because we can't speak to each other, but we can play music together and you're able to communicate through music, mm-hmm. which almost is more meaningful to me. Yeah, for sure. I don't know if by the time we release this podcast, if the music video will be out, but we shot two music videos in Kenya for Horizon and we are so excited for y'all to see it. So Hopefully it's out by the time this comes out. And if not, it'll be out soon. So check that out. Sometimes I feel like Brady wrote this song for Africa. Like, it's so crazy you do that all the time. It was like perfect for that experience. And yep, It really did feel like (laughs) meant to be playing that song. And the whole time we were thinking, you know, like how amazing it's going to be to look back on this experience and have this music video set to this song so that we can remember those kids because it was like this perfect picture and representation of what we were experiencing with them. All right, so now we're gonna let you listen to it. This is Horizon.
Thanks so much for listening to the Wildflower podcast. Today we talked about our song Horizon, which is on our new album Wildflower. You can check it out anywhere you find music. Thanks so much. Bye-bye.